Welcome to the Team Vortex Podcast, recorded November 24th, 2020. Episode 17, Emotions in Gaming. There we go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, that was too good, Eric. Okay, good. Let me double check everything real quick. This is Kong Cat, Cat Cat, Catty Cat Cat. Meow. You're in free speech jail. Huh? You're in free speech jail. I'm in free speech jail? Yes. Why? Because I said so. (laughs) You said so because you're trouble. That's (laughs) all. Anyways. uh, Welcome to the team. Uh, Wait, you know what? That's part of the intro. Thanks, (laughs) Cat. Oh, my eyes are burning. You know what? Just for you, I am going to make sure everybody hears that. <laughs> you didn't even hear it because it wasn't I loud. I don't know. I can't tell. But I can feel it. I, I was going to say, audibly, I heard it, yes, but if I have to like send it through the ringer of like amplifying it, I will make sure people hear your fart. <laughs> it's like, hey, so you remember that commercial? Hey, I think we have some chemistry here. I can feel it. I heard it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> what does the dictionary say? Small explosion between the legs. That's what it says. For fart. Literally what it says. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You gotta look that one up. <laughs> Small explosion between the legs. <laughs> what is the definition for fart? Got your picture. <laughs> Emit gas from the anus. <laughs> Well, there you go. I guess they've updated it quite a bit. Already? I thought uh, I thought it had her picture in there. <laughs> it does not have my picture. You, you say, uh, what's the definition of fart in her pictures? <laughs> Good really? Lord. She is a little fart. Fart. <laughs> okay. That was super, super quiet. <laughs> Yay. Anyways, I'm Eric Equalizer13 on Twitch. And I'm Catherine Comcat on Twitch. 2020? Yeah, yeah. Comcat 2020 for now. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to tell them the you whole thing because if they search the wrong thing or search like... just cat or Comcat, they're uh, probably not going to find you. Yeah. No, they will soon. And I'm Daniel Solis DK on Twitch.tv. And Andrew's not here. Yep, he is streaming, so. Yeah. Um, so this this is going probably to be a short episode, I hope. Um, <laughs> but this time or this go around, we're doing emotions in video games, and I know that sounds very weird, but it's more of an episode to kind of get to know us as people. It does have a picture of her. Look, it is annoying. Speaking of emotions, of emotions. Oh my god, <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. Oh. Anyways. The reason I brought this one up is because I thought of a lot of um, a lot of things that, in a sense, that uh, video games are similar to to movies in a in a way that 
if you genuinely felt for characters or you put yourself in their situation or stuff like that. So let's, uh, Kat, do you have anything on this subject at all? Because I know you have like the least amount of video game experience out of all of us. No, it used to be. Or no, you, you said the, your Sims, Sims stuff. Yeah, go, Sims go, are, yeah, Sims are your big deal. go, uh, go that. into detail and it, be as detailed as possible. Cause like I said, this is going to be a mini or mini episode and I don't want to cut people too, too short on the thing. You have so. to keep it PG, right? Yes. Do I mean, best. you don't have to, no, but do the the, the the don't just sit there and go beep 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 beep, beep to where no <laughs> okay. one can tell what you're yeah, saying to the point where I'm like, I, I don't mean, even know if I'm gonna even keep the fart. Do what? Do what? Boy, I said it s- wouldn't be a beep. It would be a fart. It would be more like no. It'd be a raspberry. Most important, it's a, like a raspberry. Fart. Before you get started, I had to ask, do you got any grapes? <laughs> no, but I got bullets. Got bullets. <laughs> what? I'm gonna go stable you to the tree. I don't think we have a tree that big. It also depends on what parts you stable. <laughs> um, oh. The um, hey, it's raining. You have more experience than probably all of us do with the Sims. Yeah. So I'm I mean, not saying that. You're not saying that. You used to play a lot. Oh yeah. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. Not recently, but. I got back into it last year. Um, Which one? Three, Sims four? Sims 4. 4, okay. I've played Sims 2 and 3. But last year, it was pretty much... I had gotten into this, like, watching some people play the um, Hunter Baby Challenge on Sims 4. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. Well, <laughs> I only got, like, a couple of the different Sims. Like, I have the regular Sims 4 and then Sims Animals and then, like, Sims Seasons, I think. So, you can't really do a whole lot with it. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to recreate my life in Sims and try to just play around with it. So, at that time, we had a dog that we named Pup Pup. And so, I made a as close to replica of Pup Pup as I could on The Sims. And the funny thing is, is about the time that we had found Pup Pup's owners... She had, uh, in Sims, she had, uh, like, found her real-life owners in real life. In Sims, she had aged up to what they call adult, like, grandparent, like, age. Like, um, they only give you a little bit longer to live, and then they kill you off. So, You know, like, I was going to say, you know you can actually go into settings and make the, uh, the age categories last longer. Yes. Mm. This was before I figured out how to do it on Xbox. Cause oh, I, you, you're talking about console. I played it on yeah. PC. I had, I mean, so I've played it on PC, but I bought console at GameStop. And I was like, oh, it'll be easy. I don't. Like, it's different on console than it is on PC. Because it mm-hmm. takes a lot longer to get somewhere. Very much so. Pretty much your kids will be taken by the Sims, uh, the Sims police or the Sims... DHS before you can feed them because it takes forever to get the mouse over to the, the CPS. Yeah. You mean CPS? Yeah, CPS. But yeah, my my emotion attached was before I figured out every storm how to um how to get the ages longer or actually wow. <laughs> wow, here it comes. I can't stop it. I have brought. No. Um, loud. Damn it! Explosion. <laughs> Longer, or oh. like use a cheat code and keep it from happening. She had passed away on Sims, and I think it was harder for me because it was just like now you have this t- 
tombstone oh, that hangs out. But they come back oh, as yeah, ghosts. That's, they that's, come back as ghosts and haunt your house. So yeah. I brought what? in a dog to replace her, which ironically is a tan French bulldog named Ladybug. Go imagine. <laughs> and oh, she man. taunts the Ladybug uh, Sims a lot and drives it nuts. That's crazy. Dude. The ghost dog taunts the the real or the living yes. dog. And I have a cat that I've actually let it age up to like dying age, but I've like elder by the way, it. elder yeah, and I've stopped it. Dying age. <laughs> I call it. Well, I've stopped it aging. Um, and its name is Kit Kat, and it was a cat for when I was younger because I was just like I don't know. Problem with her, it sounds like her Sims house has crows outside. Ah! At the ah. mailbox. Ah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, death coming. it's a dead dog named Pup Pup. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I usually, with my Sims, I don't get too attached just because it's, it's a game that I I play knowing intentionally. There's no storyline, storyline-wise. Really what about, like, once I heard that word lights, camera, action, you have, like... You know the Sims in Hollywood. I mean, they're, oh, they yeah. those are usually just uh, DLC or, or expansions. No, those are that expansions. just like unlock like oh now you can now your character can be a movie star or now your character yeah. can be like Rock I think I bought the one where they could, your character could be a police officer and yeah. I made my character a detective. They now have like that's the cool. the islands and yeah. still no story really. No. no, no, that's that's the thing is it's so it's basically. <laughs> You build, you it's build a it's life story. simulator. Yeah. So I want to go around literally my city and just be a gigantic butthole. I can do that. So like, if you want to be now, I mean, you have to simulate your Sims to do it. But like in some of the challenges, people have come up with like the hundred baby challenge. You have what is that? have a hundred kids. Uh, so hey, you have me. one matriarch <laughs> and. Um, like the rules are, you have one matri- one matriarch, which um, then turns around and you can't have, you can't actually be boyfriend girlfriend. You have to flirt with all these men. It's basically teaching yourself how to be a hoe, <laughs> but then you also have to have. Um, I apologize. We're uh, recording in the rain. <laughs> yeah. You also have to have, like, all this, um... Maybe today wasn't such like a good idea to record after all. Uh, not too bad. And, um, oh, yeah, it's, like, it's very, it's very distracting, though. Um, but so, like, she had, she started off with one, and then she had, like, 25 babies. Actually, I think it hit 45. Good oh, Lord. Take to have the 25. kid in real time. So, three days, I three think. Three days. Jeez. Yeah. So, but you can only have seven people or six or seven people in your household at a time. So if plus your matriarch, so you have six kids plus your matriarch. So then you have to age up the baby. The baby has to go to toddler. The toddler goes to child. Then it goes to oh, teen, and then it goes to uh, adult. Young adult. Young adult. And then it's young adult. Adult. Yeah. And then, um, and then you. <laughs> and then so like. After you can't pause your aging, so then after um, after that one becomes elder, you're hoping that the um, that the last you have to pick the youngest female to be the matri- the next matriarch, and it just keeps building. The the girl that I watch has killed has lost like three people to a drowning in a pool, electrocution shock, uh, the Sims uh, Child Protective Services has taken a baby. <laughs> 
it's like crazy. And if those, and if that happens, nope. Oh, if that wow. happens, it start it re like oh, grows you back. Geez. Good lord, this yeah. one's this is She's far too complicated. This is far too complicated. If it's not, if it's a challenge that I just can't like do or but practice anyway, over like a couple of hours and accomplish it's, it, it's like this is just something someone like yeah. purposely made a overly complicated thing just to be complicated. I mean, you could probably do it quickly if you sat and did it like all day, but how deep does the Sims go? Uh, not really. I mean, Cat says really. I say not really because on its on its surface level, it is a simulator game that it simulates life, and that's it. Well, how deep do relationships go? I mean, like you you, you, have, you, you have your boss and the interaction between you at work, yeah, and then uh, the social construct and then your person you're married to or the girlfriend or whatever how deep does that go as a relationship i mean i mean you literally so like my sims didn't have any flirty interaction for over three months because i just hadn't played i went in and they are married but i had to rebuild the kindle um for them like the relationship kindle like flirty and like wanting to be around each other because they didn't stand one another I mean, it's literally. Don't give me that eyeball. Okay, let me let me break this down because Cat seems to be like, you're dancing around far far yeah. more than I'm like. I, okay, simply put, you have a bar that goes both ways into friendship mm-hmm. and dislike. Dislike. So you have that the yeah. main one that pivots on that, but once you get to about fifty percent on the friendship bar. Then you can possibly, if your characters are compatible, which when I say compatible, it's not a matter of gender or anything like that. It's whether or not you want to pursue that in your character, which your character may have the flirty trait where they do it no matter what. Like, that's that's in their character to do that. To do it. You don't have to work at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the things that it's like there are innately things in game and in character that characters will do stuff without you having to prompt them to do you it. Create your character with these kind of traits. Yeah. Okay, that makes so, sense. So, like, yeah. if they're uh, hothead, mm-hmm. hothead's one of them, they overreact a lot, and it's like they may, like, start damaging their friendships, not intentionally, but other Sims yeah. will understand it's like, okay, that person's a hothead, so they have the tendency to, like, fly off the handles real, like, pretty frequently, but... It always makes me wonder when you say fly off the handle is, like, like from a pot or a pan... You swing it and it just boop comes off. You know, it's like, well, flying off the handle, the hammer, boop, the hammer. But um, and so then you have the second bar, which is romance, which only goes one direction. That's up. So it never goes down. It can go down, okay. but it doesn't go yeah. below. Like it has a zero to a hundred. I'll just say 100 yeah. or right. so a hundred. A number can never go below a certain number once you've achieved it. I guess. Yeah, like you can. Level. It can either be you can literally drop or take a hundred percent. To zero just by going, oh, let's just be friends, and that yeah. that is an option in the in, in that Sims. That'll absolutely do it. That'll yes. drop it to zero, and then basically it splits the whole relationship. Yeah, well, you it is no longer a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. but you keep your so you salvage your other stuff. Have what date simulators? I guess. No. Uh, it's just Sims. No, not Sims. I said we're leaving Sims, and so oh, then the only other thing you have for something like that, lonely people, the the date simulator. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to get laid, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those are weird. Okay, but I just—I always wondered. <laughs> I just always wondered about The Sims and how. And, 
<laughs> Death goes, that sounded pretty deep. Was that a chair? Was no, that, you that actually... was a chair right after. Right, that was no chair. <laughs> She's trying to escape. She's so nice, she lets it go, then she walks by you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'll be back. Thank you. Oh, nasty. <laughs> she shit her pants. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. It's <laughs> like, she's trying to hold it into you, man. And all of a sudden, she goes, oh. <laughs> uh, but how about you can go into uh, your experience? Because you that's that's why I actually expected this to be more foreign to you than I did to Andrew. But Andrew was like, oh, I don't know. You don't really care about it. For me, like that, like The Sims. Well, that the reason why I think that cat like meshed with that so well is because the that you do a lot of people whether or not you intend to, you usually end up making a character that is similar to you or has aspects of you that mm-hmm. when something bad happens to them you feel bad. I feel bad. I like her dog. She feels bad because the dog died. You know, mm-hmm. um, me emotionally, I've got weird attachment emotionally to games. Even though they're arcade games, kind of like Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, it's a love-hate relationship with that. But Tron, I love it, and it's it's addictive to play it. Even though I know the patterns, and it's kind of like that guy said on the, the pinball movie, the um, ready, um, ready when lit. Spe- no, spe- yeah, special when lit. Special. So I think we got Ready Player One and Special when lit. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen to that. Special, when Special when lit, he says. You know, I try to abuse a, a shot and figure something out where my dad just, he'll uh, he'll make the shot just because it feels good even though there's no score. I, I play Tron. It's, it's pattern-based, and you can keep playing the same levels, but there's just that thrill of pulling it off because you still have to execute it perfectly. But um, you can get emotionally attached with that. But Final Fantasy was, Final Fantasy Seven was it because so many people were in, the most infamous like because to me when i was a kid because i actually owned uh i bought a the game and guide set from uh game exchange and when i read that part because i had played through a little bit of the i think i got through the first section of the game whenever you you fight the the motorball and i think i had got to that point whenever i was like just thumbing through the guide because your kid you have low attention span so you just started Flipping through it and it's like, oh, this is what happens in the game. This is what happens in the game. And then I found that part and I'm like, like oh, that sucks. And and I genuinely think that that stopped me from progressing a lot in the game because I still to this day have not beat Final Fantasy VII. And as much as this new version came out, everybody's oh, I'm so excited about. It. I'm not against it. That's great. Sell it to us in seven or eight discs or seven or eight whole games. Parts. That's fine. But nothing will capture the moment. Like it didn't fart. No, but that. did you take it with you? <laughs> Unpacked it, did you? <laughs> Here, look, I want to show you something. No, I don't want to see it. <laughs> Jesus. Has this uh, been the fart episode? Here, it might as well be. Hey, open my hand. <laughs> Can't talk about emotions and farts without them being included. I'm rather emotional about the whole thing. It bothers me. It makes me cry. Um, uh, but Final Fantasy VII, it really... I didn't get into RPGs because, again, I say, if you can have an RPG with graphics or without graphics, I choose one with graphics for the full entertainment experience. I may have missed great stories in in the other Final Fantasies. That's okay. I've missed a lot of movies, too. But this 7, I was able to be immersed in it because there was enough graphics to then 
kind of dazzled my eyes and that made the RPG better because then I would have not been involved in RPGs at all. Yeah. But, yeah, that killed me to see that happen. Uh, but, uh, so, Jen, she plays WoW, and in the lineage of World of Warcraft, I come in, and she's crying, and we find out that the son of the king has found where her father, where his father had died fighting, died there with his sword in hand and shield, and died right there on the battlefield. Mm. And she gets all the lineage. A lot of players go, ah, skip that. I'm going to this, I'm going to that. She wants to be a completionist. She gets all the lineage, so she gets all the lore. And then she's spent so many hours battling and playing with these characters, and now this king is dead. And the young son has become the king, and she's now found his demise. And got. And she's just tore up, because you, you're going to be. You're invested in these characters. Well, I was going to say this. I, I'm, I'm, I kind of want to delve into this a little bit, because it's... Um... I used to play WoW a long, long, long time ago, and I've since fallen out because it's kind of just a meh now. Now it's a, well, we release an expansion every so often to, to draw people in, and it's like there are people like me who will like go in and buy like a couple of months every once in a while and go, just, eh, it's just okay, not the same as still, it used to be. Or, or it's not the social... You've grown out of it. I guess. It, that's that's what thing. it was. Is it's what what was fun about it is the social aspect of it. But now it's like the the numbers are dwindling because the game just kind of it got so humdrum. It's like you've you've made the the game to where it's like oh it's so much easier and there's so much more uh, for lack of a better word uh, what was it called less climactic I guess no it's. Uh, Ease, ease of use, ease of use. Oh, it's type stuff. Like fighting games have become so easy. Hey, here's my super. I'm pressing these two buttons together, and the super happens. Yeah, basically. Um, wow, for me, because I never played it. Mm. I've watched plenty of time on it, but I've never played it. The idea of getting armor that is exactly the same as another one, but it's different color, and it's the same animation. <laughs> yeah, it's the grind for me. You're gonna grind to do this. Well, what's crazy is the appearance of the armor never mattered in. It's what its abilities well, up, were, right? Up till like um, I'm trying to think of which game it was because I think it was Legion or maybe it was the one before that, which was Cataclysm. I think that they they did like oh we have um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's um, Damn it! I cannot remember what it's called. It basically means you can, you can go to this store in one of oh, the main yeah, cities. Change its look. Yeah, you can change its look to whatever you want, and that didn't exist for the longest time. And it's like your people identified how good of a gamer, how like where you were, by what your armor looked like. Right. So now it's like, oh, now I have like. It doesn't matter because I can make it look like the coolest armor. Yeah, I can make it look like whatever I want. And I can spend ten dollars to do it, or I can change my name for fifty bucks, or you know. Yeah. There's, <laughs> or that's that's servers for a cost. That's that's different stuff, but some of them are free transfers because they're like, oh, these at least they used to. These servers are so underpopulated right. that they were like, well, transfer this character that's like a level bleh, whatever, like hundred something character to this this server for free because this server has it's less like people and we it. want you. We we need people you know? to be over there. Yeah, but I I understand how players are so pulled into it because of the social aspect they're playing with their friends they meet people online and they're having a great time playing that i did that in ashram's call and i forever swore i'd never get involved in that again because i was so pulled into it i had a friend named vade the wolf so it's like wolf wolf but and we battle 
and uh, the Lugian Citadel, and he got killed, and I wouldn't leave him. His body was there, and I wouldn't leave him. I just stood there. I started to be so attached to the character with my character mm-hmm. that we were friends, and in real life, we, we're not. Right. And and so I go, well, wait. If the friendship is, is so genuine and good, then talk for real. You know, it just doesn't work like that. Some Some people it does, but... You have to be more open to that type of like. Yeah. People go there to not be themselves, yeah. or some people most people be, want to be some aspect of themselves in that world. Mm-hmm. So that way, oh, when I turn it off, it's off. Yeah, it gives me the it gives me the ability to be in a more fantastic place, right. where fantasy can be real. Yeah, which yeah. actually kind of is is another manipulation of uh, emotion in in and of itself is because it's like. Now you can take parts of yourself, the nerdy, oh, I'm, I'm work at Walmart on like every day of the week. But because I used to have a coworker that used to do, he literally used to say, well, wow is my real job, but I use Walmart is my job that I use to pay for my job. Right. Yeah, he, he literally sense. said that to me one time and I was like, this guy has no life outside of no. wow and Walmart. And he was one of my coworkers. And I was like, you don't play like Magic the Gathering? And he was like, nah, it's too nerdy. Too, too nerdy. <laughs> I was like. Really nerdy? Seriously, said something like that to me, and I was like, "Dude, you're weird." <laughs> of course, I played WoW at that point in time. But what I what yeah, I was gonna I say is, WoW. when when you said that Jen got so upset about like the the king guy getting like mm-hmm. killed and all that stuff, is I remember it from the complete polar opposite because it's like I hated that character so much well, because he was such well, a. Different king. We're going back to like. No, it was the it was the main the leader the. Technically, the the alliance like main lead guy, yeah. Like yeah. Thrall was the original like leader of the horde until Cataclysm, when he stepped down to be part of the Earthen Ring. Ah, uh, so there's there's lots of stuff, but I know more or less how the uh, the um, faction or not faction leaders, the uh, race leaders go. Like World of Warcraft, what was it? Was it Warcraft three? Before mm-hmm. it became World of Warcraft, but it was like Warcraft and Starcraft yeah. and Warcraft mm-hmm. Three. They had the the king's son killed him, killed the son, killed. No, the that king. was that was uh, Arthas. Arthas, okay. The the lich he was Arthas, and then he picked up Frostmorn, and it corrupted him and made him into the Lich King. And basically, did he, did he kill his father? Okay, so I said that, that, that was a different scenario. He you, killed you his dad and, and then became time. or fully became like the uh, the the Lich King and at that point. That's the cover of the of that WoW World of Warcraft was it showed the, the Lich King. Yep, shows him that the Frostmourne's a toy that we've got in there on yep. the shelf. Yeah, the the sword. That's cool stuff. But but basically, what I was saying is because it's like I saw the the polar opposite because it's like my my favorite character was always Thrall, and what, were you horror. Yeah. Oh, absolutely you so you have a totally different thing that looks like but but the, the thing King is was a bad guy because he's alive. well no it's not that he was a bad guy it's like he had redeeming aspects but he would never allow like the the horde members to be like we have to keep this age-old war alive Instead because to breach that yeah. well what it was is because it's like oh you're you're your people from long long ago who are long since dead or like they have literally split from the faction, which are now are actually called the Old Horde, mm-hmm. which now exists in Outland in uh, the Hellfire Peninsula, the first like zone you go into in that that 
expansion. Mm-hmm. It's like it is pretty obvious that the, those guys are a separate faction altogether. They are the old horde, and this is the new horde. And it's like we have like an altruistic motive to the point where it's like the Torin are like the protectors of the earth. It's like what's that's that's it's so strange because they're so like these cross factions that it's like they don't care if you're alliance or horde. They are a a faction outside of the factions. Mm-hmm. Like the Earth and Ring was that way, and that's the one that Thrall got involved in. Gotcha. And it's because they're the Earth and Ring were the protectors of the Earth or the the land, the nature spirits, and all this other stuff. The the Shadowlands, the one that just came out. I have it no has, idea where that it went. Has big time religious overtones. I mean, so did like uh, Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah. But th- this one's kind of sort of. You know, you have angelic. Maybe we should bathe you in the angelic uh, waters, and then. You, Free you, free you of all your sins, so you don't have to go to the nether place or whatever. This is what they're dealing with right now, and she's just talking to me about it and saying how that is. So it's going. There's going to be a lot of either people th- getting really into it or really not liking it. Yeah, that's why it sounds like a very polarizing type game. Yeah, if that's that, the that, situation. Because if if a person is turned off by any kind of a religious overtone, they're going to be turned off by. Or well, if they're into it, well, also it's, it's like great. look at it this way: that that people, like I said, whenever they go into fantasy, it's like they they want to get rid of the stuff from the real. They want to get rid of the, the they want to play that you have. They want to play in a fantastic, fantastic thing where it's like right. that's not a thing that hey, you. Hey, that's giving me limitations again. Yeah, <laughs> it's black and white again. No grays. Mm-hmm. But um, everybody likes Mace Windu because he's kind of both worlds. He's now. a Jedi, but he's not quite a Jedi. Yeah. Hey, Superhead. You all right? Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So, um, so yeah, I'm gonna go delve I into. I know nothing about WoW, so that's okay. Well, yeah, it's... I don't know very much. He knows. Much well, that's more than that's why like that's what we're talking about. I'm actually surprised Dan knew as much as he did. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm like, huh. well, I do pay attention. Yeah, I, I do pay attention. He pays attention to his woman. She's she's got uh, well, and us. Wow. Well, yeah, he pays attention to all of us. <laughs> Dan listens to a lot of shit we talk about. <laughs> everything you guys got to say. In fact, when when we're all together, you'll find that Eric is very quiet. I was talking to Charlotte about that. Is then when Eric speaks, everybody goes silent. Like E.F. Hutton yep. speaks. There used to be that when E.F. Hutton talks, people listen because whatever it is, he has now decided that he's going to speak. It must be important. He wouldn't say that. It's always something good when Eric speaks. It's something important. And it's... I'm speaking all the time. I yeah. talk all the time and I talk a whole bunch of crap. It's not but boring me. It's when it's serious, I have to tell everybody, okay, guys, it's a serious thing. You guys know I'm, know <laughs> I'm full of crap most of the time, but you, when you speak, it's pretty straightforward. Or you'll throw a joke out and it'll kill us because we didn't see it coming, you know? <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> king duck. <laughs> Hey, I get to use the other right. sensor. Because I don't yeah. think I've had to censor Dan yet. Yeah, I hadn't had to do it. Say it louder. Say it louder. I was going to no. say MF, but that was, you know, just... just it didn't sound it. right. It just came right out. <laughs> no, the reason I have those sensors is just so we, we can we keep can it, slip and still have you know. that. Have that thing. I actually think I slip here and there. And it's normal. But, I mean, it's normal, but by adding our sensors, it's like... Because, like, when you asked me if I had heard mine, and I didn't... I thought I heard, like, a farty noise, and I was like... But I didn't realize it's because I said a cuss word or something. It's probably when so, I was talking crap about a yeah a fellow. Well, there was there was some in the last Flicker. episode because you were talking about Dead Flip. Oh yeah, <laughs> jeez, 
<laughs> and you know, uh, Richard Richard plays games, and when he comes to a game, he looks at it kind of like I do. We go, who is the who is the protagonist good guy? That's the character I'm playing. So you have all these characters in Street Fighter, but Ryu or you, Ryu, however you want to say it, yeah. is there's your there's your paramount character. He's the Zenith character. He's the one the story's really about. So that's the one that Richard always chooses because he wants to be the good guy. And I like that too. I like playing good guys, but it's all a perspective when you get to fighting games. Well, yeah. I'm in this fight because of this reason. Well, it's I'm like you clearly have like like Street Fighter has Ryu, Tekken has uh, Jin. Jin, yeah. Jin uh, I'm trying to think of other games that the Samurai Showdown. You've got you know. Well, that's what I think of like Mortal Kombat, and I'm like, there's kind of Liu Kang, but it's Liu Kang. It's and less Kung of. Lao. Yeah, it's it's There's really less guys. about well, I, and on top of like the it's basically the Earth Warriors, the Earth Warriors. But that's why it makes it like <laughs> fighting games get kind of. Then there's uh, Blaze Blue. This one gets really weird because it's like on top of a fighting game, which is can be complicated because there's like alternating storylines between yes. between who wins and what fight and all that other stuff. Then you have time travel. Right. You have people who turn into other people. You have people who are possessed by other people. Right. And then you have certain characters who are originally in the storyline die and then become someone else. Yeah. And the, like, like you, <laughs> you see. You've got witches, oh, oh, wait. No, wait. There's more. There's more. And then yeah. you have characters who are clones of other characters who have connections to pre-existing characters that were originally in the first game but aren't exi- or don't exist until like four games in. So there's a character. Well, got issues with that. Too, it gets yeah. so stupidly complicated because there's there's two the the two like red and blue character are Ragna the Blood Edge and Jin Kisaragi. They have a sister, Noel, mm-hmm. and Noel is actually a clone. Their real sister's name is Saya, and she is the the leader or the president or I don't even know what because it's been so long since I played the game. Well, Guilty Gear is, is you know, the, the, the Saul. Blaze, Blaze Blue is kind of a throw off of Guilty Gear and when you look at it, even Potemkin from Guilty Gear, you have <laughs> what's his name who's like Potemkin? Uh, Taker, yeah. Taker, right. But I was like Neil Rage. Who's a, he's, she's the, the queen. She has the hair. Yeah, I'm trying to think of hair. She can turn herself into a moon, and then she has the rapid attacking hair. The blonde. I don't know if there's any like direct connection to any character in Blaze Blue that's like her, but because I know I know what character you're talking about, but yeah. I don't know if there's anyone that I could directly connect to. Jim Cotoberry. She's that the one really fast small character. Her. She's more like Lychee, kind of. Lychee failing. She has a, she has like the Monkey King staff. But it's crazy how fighting games there is. There's really not any defined good guy bad guy anymore. It's yeah. It's, everybody has their own motivation. Everybody for doing, has their own motive for being in the fight. But there are usually like boss characters that that have bad. Usually aren't like playable characters, not directly. And they usually don't have good intentions. Yeah, and that's why everybody's after them. If you're in it for money or anything, but you're still stopping the bad guy. That's yeah. in the end. That's what it's all about. The Iron Fist Tournament. Iron Fist Tournament. Um, but the reason I I went on that that whole like tirade is because um one of my favorite games once again play or not play <laughs> Mass Effect. Mass Effect. But um in the first game 
it's pretty pretty black and white on how things work because it's either your paragon or your renegade. You yawn, it, yawn, you yawn. either have yeah no good lord drink drink some coffee lady if you keep it's yawning. My medicine. It's so my medicine. I'm on a similar medication that makes me sleepy. I don't like. No, I'm not sleepy. It just makes you yawn. Sounds what? like you're bringing oxygen. Um, but <laughs> like this. She's got like the first game is is black, pretty black and white. Yeah, because it's like you you're well, no, you're you're renegade or you're paragon. Paragon is like the the better mode is, but technically, ultimately, like paragon or renegade, you're accomplishing the same goal. Is it's like you're beating beat. You're doing it for one good lord. Or the other, right? Well, you're doing it the you're you're beating the bad guy. You're just Ooh. how you go about doing it. Like paragon, it's like technically would be the white knight. Because it's like you're doing it for literally like unselfish means. It's like you're doing it in the the most good way possible. At least most people would say good way. That's the first game. (laughs) Well, then there's then in the one of the last missions, there's two characters. There's Ashley. I'll just I'll just say them by their first name. There's Ashley and Caden. Both of them are humans. Both of them are specialized. Wait a minute. That was too close. I have specialized. Well, no, it's, I said specialized, <laughs> which is weird because that was another meme that was that was also connected to Mass Effect, which yeah. is really weird so how that fits in there. But the reason I say that is because in one of the, the last missions in the game, you lose one of those characters. One of those characters martyrs themselves to basically set off the, the nuke that destroys the facility that basically leads to uh, what would eventually become the end of the game. And they're when, like I said, they're specialized. One is a soldier. Ashley is a soldier, and Caden is a biotic. So he has like mind powers. She has like special uh, soldier stuff. It's it breaks down to more stuff that's associated in the game, like special powers and stuff like that. But that's 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 what the the class systems are. But to me, it's like they're not exceptionally great characters so when they die it's like you don't as much have a connection to them because it's like they're you can have a relationship with ashley like like the first one you can actually have relationships with three characters okay these are more serious relationships or they're just friendships more serious relationships you can actually have a romantic relationships in the first game uh, and it kind of gets a, eh, but when one of them dies, it's like, okay, it's, it's sad and you feel a little bit sad, but, but it's not as much of a, it doesn't hit you as hard. But in the second game, now it's like the full effect of like, okay, now there are colors in between black and white. Now, uh, it's mass effect. Huh? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's a mass effect. Yes. <laughs> Dad jokes, bad. The fact that things lost me on that now. one. Things, things will affect Quit you. Quit playing softball games, you goober. Save that for when you go home. Um, I don't know but, any of the games, so I'm keeping myself awake. I'm learning about it. That's what I'm we're learning. doing. I'm yeah, listening. learn. Listen and learn. I am listening and learning. God, I am going to have to edit this a lot for me <laughs> berating you about playing cell phone games. <laughs> but the reason I say that is Mass Effect is also like they're going to be coming out with a uh, an anthology thing coming out soon. So, or not soon, technically next year, springtime. But I would recommend for you to pick it up and play Jane Shepard. The main character can be male or female. So you take on the role of Shepard. 
So I would recommend that for you and see how you like it. See, see, see like you try like it. try see the game because like the character you start off with in the first game can literally car- carry through through all yes, three so games. All three games. That's Sweet. the neatest okay. thing about we'll it. We'll try it. And the graphics just get better. And the yeah, that's that's. A, I was like, huh, my character looks a lot more detailed than he did when he started out. Yeah. But um, in the second one, it really gets to a lot more. Did uh, it on Xbox? Probably. Yeah. Okay. I'm almost certain. Like they were originally, they were talking about the Switch, and I was like, "Oh man, I can have like portable Mass Effect." And then they yeah, were like, "They, they, they, uh, they could have handled it. It could have handled it. Probably. But they, but they had to walk it like, back, and they were like, oh, yeah. we don't know if we're gonna actually do that.' You know, like, EA, EA, Damn you, Andrew! Even when you're not on the podcast, you're still screwing us up. Andrew, Andrew, go play that. But um, in in the uh, like the suicide mission, it's literally called the suicide mission. You can literally lose like almost all of. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say you can lose all, if not three, three. I think they're no. You can even lose those too. You can lose most of your characters in the the suicide mission. Like you can literally like do so badly in it that. All your characters just don't survive, and it's like, well, the suicide mission really was a suicide mission. It was everybody died, including me. Yeah, <laughs> but but like when I first played through the game, it's what they don't tell you is there's a flow chart to the suicide mission because you you literally have to separate up your your uh, squad mates that you've basically like uh, accumulated over the time. So. You have certain characters who are leaders. You have certain characters who are biotics. You have certain characters who are soldiers. You have certain characters who basically they have certain things that make them special. Right, like you have use them for yeah, Yeah. and you have uh, tech characters too. So you when you go like in one of the things, there's a mission or there's a side mission that the character exists in the mission, but they cannot affect the thing because they have to go through this vent thing and they have to open up all these gauges and all this other stuff to accomplish this this ultimate goal. Gotcha. So they already have their mission set up, and they get a certain amount of time to take care of. But this this mission is made for a tech character, and there's really only two dedicated tech characters in the game. So if you don't pick one of these two characters, you're going to lose that character no matter yeah, what. You're gonna lose it no matter what. Because they're basically what it is is they go into that mission unequipped to know what they're hand gonna handle, and they just kind of bumble their way through it. And it's like, yes, they accomplished the ultimate goal of shutting whatever it is down. But they died too. But they died in the process. In the process. Yeah. So instead of going, oh, I turned, I like use their computer and shut down all these like pro- or these programs and all this other stuff, and instead they basically took their gun and just went. <laughs> You, hey, you have a level of attachment to all these characters. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when they, they die, you're probably pretty depressed. Depressed yeah. when this happens, right? Oh yeah, that's then like three gets even worse because now it's like not only is it just like it a lot more stuff gets delved into in the third one that didn't really get touched in or touched on on the second so one. You get a lot of history and a lot of the other. Well, stuff. not only did you go through like the first two games, it's like now you went through the first two games and it's the, the very back end of the, the final game. And it's like, you've been through so much with all these characters. It's like, you've had ups, downs. It's like, even in the third one, it's like they, they put in like uh some of the DLC. They even got into where like you, you even like go into like, oh, this is your leisure time. The the Normandy is down for being like repaired and all this other stuff. So now let's go and uh, I forget what it's called, but you literally have a house party. It's socialized. I have a big social event. And so it's like basically your, your old like um, commanding officer basically is like, 
you know what? I'm I'm now like super alliance. Like I'm because the alliance is the the Earth system alliance. It's basically like Earth Earth system, the Sol system, which is our solar yeah, our system. Solar system Sol. is mm-hmm. um, Sol. 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 Sol is our sun. Mm-hmm. Is our sun. But uh, it basically goes to this like he's he's basically goes. I'm not on the Citadel very much anymore. Like I'm now like the representative for like humans on the Citadel. So I have to be like, I have my own special quarters now. It's like here you can have my old apartment in the, the like regular, like civilian sector of the Citadel. You can have it. It's already like all been paid for and funded and all this other stuff. Now you can live there and And, have a party. (laughs) Well, that's, that's what it comes to is it's like, have a party. So, so we, talked about mass effect and and then of course how that how you're emotionally involved with that how about games like pat upon and um pikmin where you have all these little characters that you you've built this little army yeah i know that's that's one of those so sad when they well it's like you see all the little like the soul the pikmin souls kind of like just the spirit and daniel had played and he had that 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 rock spider that throws a boulder out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he had. Them all. I always he, felt bad about Pikmin. That's why I never was able to really like play it and get attached to the game. Is because I'm like always felt bad. I, I tried. Yeah. I tried to keep them from being eaten. Yeah, I would run out there and attack them myself. But but no matter what, it's like you can't like you can't save them all. There's yeah. no way. No. It's it's an RTS. It's basically like a kind of similar to RTS. It's like you can't save every soldier. Yeah, real time. Yeah, it's I remember my strategy. brothers playing Pikmin. They would get so mad. They'd have like a whole bunch of them, and then all of a sudden. They were like, well, Dan had sent them to attack the rock spider, and the way they came around the side, and he sent them over to one side, sent them out to attack, and the rock spider launched a rock and stomped at the same time, and it went like everybody, but like two Pikmin, and he just grabbed him and he's about crying, you know, oh my god, I just killed them all. It was just just the, the luck of the way he fired and where he landed. That's another thing too about uh, Mass Effect is you get you because you can have a romantic relationship with certain certain squad mates. That that's another thing that it gets really into like when when that character ultimately either you die or that character dies. It's like that that also like affects you a lot because it's like it can boost your performance whenever you're they're in your team and it's like they're helping you out and it's like yeah they're keeping me alive and it's like you may get some extra dialogue that you wouldn't normally get if they weren't in your party and yeah them being gone obviously if they're dead they're not going to be saying oh yeah yeah but it'd be lacking so in order to get the full experience Mm -hmm. you got to keep everybody alive to really yeah yeah see the heck of it um but in the in the last game a lot of characters that were in the second game that weren't necessarily there the whole time they do start to like kill characters off like two two characters that are like off the top of my head were there is a scientist character who basically like sacrifices himself to reverse this genetic god it's hard to explain this without really having to go into detail about it uh basically there's this thing called the genophage which basically causes this certain species that live on this planet are basically exposed to the air and they're incredibly like resilient but because they've basically been genetically damaged with uh, a disease called the genophage means that they every like one in 100 or it's like 1,000 or one every 10,000 or something. It's like a ridiculous number are stillborn. 
Oh no! They they because literally pro because they they procreated too fast, and because basically they procreate so fast, they have a tendency to get into wars a lot over territory. That makes sense because there's run out of space. But it's 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 hard to explain like a lot of it. But basically, he sacrifices himself to reverse that and basically make it to where they can procreate normally again instead of it being so stinking quick, right? Yeah. Well, no, he not not so they now it's like instead of having that that genetic deformity where they can they don't procreate or they barely procreate very often it's like he reversed helped reverse that like scientifically he was up to up to the third game he helped you find a lot of the uh information to uh reverse mm-hmm. it but then in the third game he actually reverses it but it sacrifices himself in the process and then there's another character who actually like straight up saves the main character's life I forget exactly how it's done because it's been so long since I played the game, but it's like seeing him die. It's like even on his deathbed, it's like he's like he's a character that's super, super spiritual. And he even like in his own like religious way, he he actually like he doesn't pray for his own soul. He prays for for yours. No, he prays for straight up like the main characters because he's like, I've it's like I've made peace with the horrible things I've done, but you've still got like so much to do right? yeah you've still got the the whole galaxy to save it's like you have to save the milky way dang that's how you know what i've always imagined that if, if i was to be passing that i would look to all of you and say there's so much left to do and now it falls to you guys to do it i'm more worried about you guys than myself yeah that's why i do what i do <laughs> yeah i was worried about you guys but that's that's kind of where I, I get at. Like that's why that game has such a, a pronounced that, like that game is really I mean, that's really a part of you. Yeah. Like, a lot of Well that's why like I why it shot so far up on my like list of like games that I genuinely liked. It's not that because it obviously like out of context completely, like the EA like nonsense with Bioware and them going like, Oh, we're gonna release this on the Wii U now. And it's like, why? You didn't release it on any of the Nintendo consoles up till now. Why would you release this one? And basically screw yourself over and basically make it to where the ending has to be crap because oh, we only played the third one because the third one was the only one released on the Wii U and that was the it's only like, console we had. What? Time to go back and that But outside of all that, it's like think of it from being able to see the movie. It's like say <sighs> the uh, a simple way to say this is say that you saw a movie and it was this most moving movie ever but it wasn't translated into english uh. but it had subtitles and it's like there are some people who just like i don't want to watch it because it's not in subtitles I, I would do it or it's not it's in, not dubbed yeah but i, I would remember. do it there's a subtitles. movie would, that i had to but watch it has to be that good i wouldn't just yeah. do it for any old movie. oh yeah there's a movie that i had to watch with because um, one like that with my uh brothers or something and i can't remember what the name of it was but it was a love romance type movie um and it was in a different language and we had to read every bit of it oh yeah i hated it pan's labyrinth was like that yeah but, well it. we're talking about good movies though that was a good movie <laughs> it was all right i was i maybe it's because it I didn't really such, have a good ending right though. i have yeah. such a high standard for a movie it's hard for me to go yeah, that's a great movie because it didn't have all the pieces. Yeah. That's why so many horror movies, I, I go, oh, God, it was so good right up until it ended. Yeah. And it didn't I, really I actually end. said that with the, the Lady in Black. I was like, man, it was a good horror movie up till the last part, and then the main character died, and it was like, Has uh, anybody seen Splinter? Yes. I think so. Okay, so uh, Alien 
uh, organism hits the ground and it gets a rabbit and it makes these long splinters or long like mm-hmm. like spikes and it maybe I have it takes out the guy at the gas station uh-huh. right and then there these this couple is trapped in the gas station and this creature is able to infect you by just poking yep. your finger and now you're and you have those things happening to you but it just ends it's like mm-hmm. they escape and the creature's still there the creature's still outside within the rabbit and it's so there's no ending because that way you can make more money you know i Man. like a, a closed ended horror yeah movie. i mean i can understand that it's like they were setting it up for the sequel but yeah. well they, there's movies like uh avatar the last airbender or well, actually it's not avatar the last airbender it's just avatar was it yeah last airbender or no that's why i get so confused on how to say this because avatar was the james cameron movie and then right. you had the, the um, animated the, which, the animated series, yeah. Avatar everybody Blast probably Airbender. hate me for this, but I liked the movie because I did not delve into a continual story that just kept going. I, I didn't want to do the anime. I wanted to see why people hated the movie. So I saw the movie, and I was actually uh, happy with Avatar it. Movie? And then I look at the anime, and I say, okay, I can see why you don't like it after that. Well, the but series, there are two different things. Well, that's why you saw the series, and it's like, the series is fine. Why did they even make a movie? But what it was is it was a cash grab. Right, it was a cash yeah. grab. I mean, I like the movie, but I could never get into the series. No, you. Sh- I have the series on DVD. I need to lend that to you, because it is such a good series. The movie is so poorly cast and so poorly done that it's like, that's why people were talking about whitewashing and all this other stuff, because it's like yeah. the Fire Nation, which are like seriously like Japanese-inspired, like all their tech, their gear, Everything like armor, like their culture. It's like all this yeah. other stuff. And then they go in. It's like, oh, they're Middle Eastern now. Yeah, it's like, Middle why? Yeah. Why? Why did you right. like make these like drastic changes? It's like the the fire, or the northern and uh, but southern then, like. Thing could be said. It could be said tribes. with Samuel Jackson playing in Marvel movies. Yeah, because technically, um, what's his name? Um, right. Um, who does he play? <laughs> I've already forgotten. Uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury yeah. was originally a white guy. Right. So. And then in... Uh, but I guess they needed someone with attitude. Constantine. Oh. Constantine? In Constantine, you've got Keanu Reeves, and he plays a great part, but if you know anything about the comics, he's a blonde British guy. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't so, know comics, and they get so. that right in the Justice League Dark, when he becomes a part of Justice League. Just look at all the, look so, at all the remakes. But why do you change it? Because it's got to fit the actor. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fit the, well. That's know, the thing is, it's so, like it's not a specific actor. It's like it's straight up like this, they changed like Samuel a massive Jackson group of people did the role like nobody else could have done it, and yeah. that yeah. I loved it. I never thought about him. Okay, the original character was white. I never that ever bothered me. No. I just looked at him as an actor. And said, He's going to pull this off. It's going to be amazing. It's and Samuel it Jackson, was, and it was, and he wasn't cussing all the time. Well, that's the <laughs> the thing about it is, I think amazing. that I think that he he did the part so well is because he he had the connection to like the material. Is it's like Samuel Jackson's a huge nerd, <laughs> and, yeah. and that's how, what it's how great he did that part, and and Constantine was done great by Keanu Reeves. Now fans of the comic book series or of of the of Constantine as a, as, a, as a novel and stuff like that, maybe not impressed with it. Ah, should have been a British guy. You know what? It was great. It was very entertaining. I thought they did a great job. Yeah, and yeah. they could have found somebody else to do it. Uh, but, but I guess that's one of those things that I look at the the Avatar movie, and it was so like it had no purpose to even exist. 
Yeah, I mean... Because you had the series, and the series was as good as it needed to be, and it was what it was, and then you have, we're going to release a live-action movie, and that was before, like, a lot of things were getting made into live-action. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why does this need to be a movie? But again, when I saw it, I was impressed with it, and expanded how cool it was because I was not already, I say, poisoned by... The anime. I mean, you gotta look at Disney. They're making so a lot of movies. you never saw the animated movie, but the animated series, and you saw the movie, yeah. it's different. It's like seeing Ready Player One without reading the book. Bam! Oh, fantastic. I couldn't imagine going to the dystopian, the dystopian Rain. kind of depressing. Bigger raindrops. Five of the characters, one of them get killed, thrown out the window. Yeah. I couldn't see it that way after seeing an action movie yeah. without all the, the, the depressing stuff. But well, that's why they love the book. But if they'd seen the movie, maybe the book wouldn't have been so appealing. I personally, like I said, I've seen. I actually was, had it bought it on Audible just before I had seen the movie, and I had listened to most of the book before I had watched the movie, and then I watched the movie. And at the time, I was like, "Oh, the book was so much better." I was one of those guys, and then I really like. Watching ruminated on it a lot right? more. Not even saw it multiple times. This was still while it was uh, still still in theaters, oh, so okay. I only saw it once. And I really like ruminated on it and thought about it. And I was like, I think the movie is just a lot better. Not because that it's more, it's got more recent stuff. Because it's like Ernest Klein was super on like, oh well, this is all like old '80s stuff that a lot of people. It's like, oh, I love '80s stuff. Yeah, the big nostalgia grab, all these things in it that you could push in for different generations. Yeah. yeah, but it's the fact that Ernest Klein got super, super like heavy preachy. Like he, like yes, the world is it sucks sometimes. But basically, he he made his or made the world to where it's like it sucks all the time, no matter what, and it's not going to get any better. And to me, it's like maybe I'm just so much of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pessimist. Well, there's pessimist, and then there's optimist. I'm such an optimist that I I genuinely believe that if people saw it going and getting that bad, that they there would be a change. That people would realize that there'd have to be a change. Like in all things. When it gets desperation, the desperate hour, we change. Yeah. Let's say you save a well, relationship. Well, I feel like we're in a desperate hour in oh. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're almost at an hour, speaking of. I wanted to keep this short, but, but... I mean, so also when we're look, talking about, like, movies and book-wise, um, I'm not a big reader, but my dad had always told me, like, with my little sister, mm-hmm. you read the books, I'll let you watch the movie. So she read all the Harry Potter books. So with me, it was, you read the books, I'll let you watch the movie. I I know there's going to be some Twilight fans out there that say the book. We shall not speak of the... <laughs> no, go ahead. Horrible. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, but anyway, so... We're I, a podcast I that watched... we cannot, like, can't like crap on someone's stuff just because it's nerdy yeah. but it's not our nerdy we as much as we right. like give you enough stuff to do if it's like we have to receive as well so but okay th- this is where i'm going at this it's kind of like i like the books mm-hmm. i like the movie i was team jacob only because of who jacob was and that was the only reason why I watched the movie. Because you love Where, the shark boy, right? I was loved him the, as shark boy. Mm-hmm. Was he Taylor. the werewolf or the werewolf? Oh, Edward. Edward. Wolf. Team Wolf. I but genuinely, like, I know friends, so little about this. All that's my like, friends are like, why not Edward? And I'm like, 
Because, because if I wanted to dream about a sparkly boy, I would go find me a fairy to look at. Ooh, I, I could actually relate uh, here for in some goofy <laughs> way, because in Mass Effect you have, well, I'm Team Ashley. I, I had a romantic relationship with Ashley. Well, I'm Team uh, Liara. I like Liara. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm Team Tali. I'm Team blah, blah, blah. It's like... Right. But think of the attachments yeah. we all have to characters in books versus the movie, or Characters yeah. the way they were portrayed in movies versus books. But everyone we have said an that emotional the movies, attachment to that. The movie, like you had some people that go, "Oh, they didn't go." When you read a book and then it's like the movie, yeah, it can't go word for word for the book. No, it's it's impossible. Movie, but and people so are like, the "Don't Dark watch Knight Returns animated." Yes, yeah. like right. Yeah, the but um, they're like, "Don't watch the movie because it's not word for word." Well, when I watched it, it's like. No, not. it's not going to do like the little and she went down the road and found the yellow blah blah blah. And Try that with Lord gonna, of the Rings. It'll be an eight hour movie. Oh good lord. Lord no, it'd be longer than that. Long. Oh yeah, it is. But, but, um, but there's so much stuff that didn't get touched yeah. on. Like but Tom I mean, Bombadil. Right, mm -hmm. and people were mad about that. Like People were mad that Lord of the Rings didn't touch on certain things that they felt that made it better than what they had put in the movie. We can put that like into a little town like Altus or Hector going, we need an arcade. They can't support it. They won't be there every day. Yeah. So you just can't put everything in. A X-Men movie is mm -hmm. going to have different things in it. And you know why? Because they know us hardcore fans are going to go to the theater to watch X-Men. Yeah. Even if they screw it up. Because mm -hmm. they have to make it more uh, tangible to the average viewer. Yep. So that more people will pay to see it. And we understand that. And I'll take what I can get. I mean, I don't I mean, care if Wolverine's I don't feel that way of Star Wars, but... but I feel that way about X-Men. Yeah. I, 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 I literally get dragged at by the ear to go see Star Wars. Um, now, nah, I don't I care how crappy... I don't care how crappy or how horrible Jurassic Park gets. That's like mine and my little girl's thing. It's still go, cool to see dinosaurs cool still, walking around. Awesome, yeah. I feel that if they don't end it after this this movie that was supposed to come out. So as long as there's still money being made, it's going to yeah. keep coming out. It is because they just built this whole new freaking Velociraptor coaster at Universal and yeah well I mean if it still sells people are still gonna go look we got Harry Potter land in, in Universal Universal in Florida yeah. and well that's making a new Harry Potter are they? New, they're, they're, it's a new another generation another uh, generation storyline before either uh, my little sister explained it to me. It's a little nerdier than that, but yeah. Well, that, that, that's cool. If you can write a good story, I'll keep coming back. Yeah. I, I want, and I'm entertained. I'm not into reading the books. But I don't, I don't think it's see written by Give me the movie, her. man. Give me the movie. Yeah, but I don't think it's written by her. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how J.K. Like, Rollins is that Yeah, J.K. Yeah. Rollins or something like that. But um, I think we've but kind I, of, I think we've pretty much. Uh, yeah, we've, we've emptied the bucket on. Yeah. So, Dan, I'm going to go ahead and let you finish things out. I have to pee really bad. Okay. <laughs> so, tell them about the t-shirt and uh, anything else we have coming up. And I will be back. So, we spent, Josh and Andrew and I spent um, Saturday prepping 
Josh is plotting out all the, and I yeah. mean using the plotter and plotting out the, the backs of the t-shirts. We finished up early morning Sunday, the fronts, mm -hmm. and then I did as many backs as I could. Andrew came in and we finished out as many t-shirts as we could. I think we're short about three t-shirts that have not been finished nice. from the GoFundMe. And except for those maybe a dozen people who have not given us their sizes yeah. that have done their donations. So we're hoping that everybody gets in touch with us who has donated, who has not received a shirt, and has not sent us information. We are trying to make it possible for those who are local to come and pick up while we're open. We do have some special hours. We're here Mondays and Tuesdays, but it's never for sure how long we'll be here because we may have to go out on a call. But uh, we are here, and we'd like you guys to be able to pick up your marquees. If you have a marquee, your T-shirt and your posters, and we have them signed. And, uh, most of the shirts are ready. So I would like to get everybody that stuff out. We're working on a couple more projects. And we had a gentleman from Conway, nice man, Kurt, who uh, has donated two machines to us. So those will be on the floor very soon. They're in very good shape. We never get machines in this good of shape. But you'll have to come see them to see what we got. Um, but, yeah, we've talked about T-shirts. We've talked about the newest machines that are in. Of course, we still have a couple of machines available for the GoFundMe before the end of the year and if you're interested they're still they're fifteen hundred dollars for fifteen hundred games built in those cabinets if we can get in touch with you guys if you get with us in the next week or yeah actually this next week we'll be able to get it done in time for christmas so if you guys are still interested we have five more cabinets that we could do mm -hmm. before we only have enough cabinets for five more gofundme video game cabinets and you can pick your game theme, but we'll, it'll be a two-player fighting setup, but it has all the puzzles and all the other sites for them, beat them up, some fun games in it. So we really appreciate everybody for all the support with the GoFundMe. And uh, money's still trickling in there, and it's it's very helpful. Every dollar has helped us out a great deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. But in, in complete closing, I wanted to say thanks to Daniel, the other Daniel, uh, Dunby on SoundCloud for making the album that we use to basically do uh, anything that's related to the podcast because it's basically we've been given permission to use it. And I still love Always When I'm Walking. I love that song. I gotta get, I gotta get that on my phone. I need... I need... I want to release this on like the Patreon so people can just like have that but i don't want to like sell it because we'd be making money off of it i want no, him no. to make the money yeah, but it's, well it, it's on it's on soundcloud and it's available there oh i think you can i think you can also donate through soundcloud yes you can so uh, maybe donate to him and ask him if he's got the or if he could send you the the album <laughs> for uh for the podcast but if not um We'd like to have him get some kickback from the 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 music he's made because he did a really good job on it. It's good stuff. He may not claim it, but we're gonna claim it for him. So he did good, good he did a stuff. good job. Um, on top of that, thank you, listeners, internationally. I'm gonna say that just because we have now we have German listeners as well as Irish listeners, uh, but. 
thank you everybody from yeah. wherever you are on Two this patrons as well okay. on this green blue earth uh and uh yeah give me a second <laughs> i was getting there i'm just yeah. slowly kind of puttering around until i get to that point but uh no matter where you are no matter what you what you're doing and all that stuff wherever you choose to listen to us at thank you guys so much for listening regardless of what platform you use if you download us off of patreon and listen to us that way thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you and uh shout out to uh mr anonymous who was our first patron uh if you would like us to say your name you can go ahead and just like shoot us a message through the patreon and we'll go ahead and do that because it seems still seems kind of weird that we're like oh it's anonymous because we feel like you should get some sort of credit but uh thank you and thank you mr less yes less less the man the myth the legend guy who does so much for uh I was gonna say the podcast, the arcade, the the Kong Clash, the he's helped in so many ways, so many and it's like ways. he's he's come in here and worked on his um, yeah we worked on some of the, the projects for the controller yeah and that's worked great. Also, you gotta think Josh Josh Maiden he has worked so hard on yes. the webpage. Yeah, I also so wanted to Tim say Trishman. Both of them has worked very hard. Tim set it up, got us set up, and made it possible for us to hand that torch. To Josh and Josh is constantly working with the plotter and, and different artwork and coming up with designs for us. He also helps everybody with their uh, streams yep. and make yeah, them look prettier. And they look cool every time he gets his hands on them. Yeah, that's what's funny. As I said, or what? What was it? I was working on the podcast and you and Alex were talking with uh, Josh right behind mm-hmm. me, and I was like. Because someone, I think someone had asked me what what you guys were doing, and I was like, yeah, they're he or what? I was like, Josh is teaching my class on uh, streaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then Josh was like, I wouldn't. He he would hate to have to teach a class on streaming. But I was like, <laughs> you know, that being said, you still did it, and you still do a good job at it. He does, so and he, he gets involved like he, he doesn't hate yeah. it. You know, yeah. yeah he he doesn't want to like. Make it a formal make thing. Make it a to formal where it, thing yeah. where, like, we sit down in front of the time, TV yeah. and go, do this, do that. This is how you do it. He enjoys, like, because he won't show us unless we both have our laptops. Right. Out. So you can jump out and start so doing we, it yourself. So we can do it ourselves. And he'll get on our thing, he'll pull it up on his, and then he'll, 90% of the time, he uses my laptop. So we're setting up on mine while he's showing someone else. So he's showing it. Show it, show it, show it. I mean, Telling someone else how to do it, which is fine. Now I need his help again because I screwed up my my stream. Already trying to do it on my own. (laughs) I was adding Christmas stuff to it and I messed it up. I wanted to also thank Nemo for coming. Oh yeah, Nemo, Nemo. his time here with us and and everything he did with us, which he may be uh, watching Andrew's stream right now. Yeah, I think yeah he probably is. And I want to say. Thank you to Eric for making the podcast mm-hmm. possible. Yay. It's uh, it's been exciting. I mean, it's a, a it lot is. of fun. I, I relax and I have a good time four. with you guys doing these. I was we're gonna say, going, how many months has it been now? We're going into month four. December will be month four. Well, I thought we started in July. Uh, June. June was it no, June? Or no, July. July. We we're talking about June. He said it was June, and I said, August, "Hey, I September, lost the whole month. October, it's July." November. So this is this is month four. Month four. So we're we're. We're trucking long. Next July will be in a full year, so yeah. it won't be that long. We'll have to do something special. Yeah. yeah. It'll be the day nobody farts. <laughs> I'm not making promises like hey, that. No promises. I can't promise that. Right. I'll make sure I say the F-bomb just so he can go. 
Yeah. That's a raspberry, by the way, not a fart. It yeah. sounds like a fart. That's what a raspberry is. It's a mouth fart. Exactly. It's a mouth fart. It's a slobbery fart. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, the, I know this was more of a episode of getting to know us as people. Um, but I think that is it. Kat, you want to do the, the bye? Bye! Bye!